This week we're talking about which direction people face in the shower. Should have waited for April for this one, right? It's more research required. Because April showers. showers. Yeah. Cool. Good. (laughs) Science and technology. Welcome to More Research Required, a podcast where we talk about all the research studies that no one will pay us to do. I'm Amy Giacomucci. I'm Abby Norling-Ruggles. We got a request from my mother. That's what we're up to now, this time. Abby, Abby, I just thought of a better pun. Oh, do you want to do it again? (laughs) We don't have to do it again. Do you want to just say your pun? (laughs) Yeah. Say your pun, Amy. We're having some good, clean fun this episode. <laughs> okay, that is pretty good. I like it. <laughs> Thank you so much. Anyway, I hope your mom really enjoyed that. Hi, Abby's mom. <laughs> uh, yeah, so we're talking about um, which direction people face in the shower, which is a hotly con- contended topic, I guess. Uh, much discussed in our community because... It's something that uh, is there's there's more different opinion differences of opinion than you probably would expect there to be. Yeah, I was asking. So I was talking about it a little bit for the past couple of days, and most of the people I talk to have longer hair and like face away. But there were some yeah. outliers, and I did some like I did some looking. Well, at I mean, I I am an outlier, which is something that we will probably be talking no, about. No, yeah, I do want to call you out, but I didn't think that was the first <laughs> thing that I should do. <laughs> but no, you can just start the podcast by calling me out. It's fine. Okay, so. Abby, how about you describe what you do in the shower? <laughs> Why don't Look, you just okay, describe I, it? I don't face forward or I don't face towards the shower head or away from the shower head. I change positions as I shower to cover all parts of my body. I don't understand why this is controversial. Because you spin around. Because you describe it as spinning yeah i mean not like at a rapid pace like i gradually turn as i shower like you're keeping time no not like that it's not i it's not even like i've heard some people say um on the internet mostly because i have not met another spinner in real life (laughs) um but I've heard other people say that they just, like, really, like, gradually rotate counterclockwise or whatever. And I I don't do that. I just, like, I face, you know, forward while I'm washing my face. And then I turn, like, sideways. And then I, I like, turn backwards to wash my hair. And then I, like, turn, you know, side. Like, I just keep moving. <laughs> <laughs> if you stop moving, the shower will end. It's a motion-activated shower. <laughs> I mean, no, but, like, I still don't, I I feel that there needs to be more space for, actually, I think there should be two different categories. I think there should be more space for spinners and also people who stand sideways in the shower discourse. 
Yeah, I saw a bunch of people who said that they stood sideways, which doesn't make sense to me because either you're facing towards the curtain and there's a lot of surface area for the curtain to touch on your face or you're facing away from the curtain and there's a lot of surface area for the curtain to touch on your butt. And both of those are bad. (laughs) Yeah, no, I mean, I, I actually stand sideways a lot of the time and I think it's mostly because our shelf where our, um, like washcloth my washcloth and shampoo and soap and stuff is is like on the side so i face towards that so i have easy access to that stuff actually yeah i face away and the place where i keep all of the things what it like the shower tower or whatever is also the opposite side of of the yeah no i i think that could be a, a factor for sure we'll have to get like deeper into this i feel like we should um put in our uh the interview that i did to describe the uh how we learned of this topic which is from my roommate shelby yeah mutual friend of the podcast shelby whom we both love yeah take it away shelby and abby whom i am talking to in real time and not in the future hi shelby hi abby (laughs) um do you want to tell us how how were you first exposed to this question about showers Mm -hmm. So I work as a research intern doing epidemiology research, and I was writing a survey on risk factors for a specific waterborne disease, and we were writing about questions about shower habits, um, and I wrote a shower habit question that was, how much time do you spend in the shower facing the shower head? And my coworker read it over, she was helping me edit, and she was like, oh, but you need these categories to go all the way up. And I was like, what? Like, people, like, you turn around to, to, to face the shower head, sure, but, like, you don't spend the whole shower facing that. That would just be ridiculous. And she's like, no, some people do. And I was shocked. Wait, was she one of those people? No, funnily enough, she wasn't. She had previously encountered this bizarre occurrence. That's amazing. From, like, research that I've done on the internet, it does seem like more people face away than face, but yeah. Um, so why, why would you want to know about this? Um, so we're looking at, a, we, my group studies a couple different waterborne disease. So we are looking at perhaps if you face the shower, maybe you breathe in the steam more. And so you could acquire the disease easier. Um, but I mean, no one's actually looked at that for any disease that I know of. So you don't actually know if this has any effect currently or just, this is a hypothesis, I guess. Yeah, no, it's it's been mentioned in completely unsupported literature. So basically, the state of literally all of the science related to this, as far as I can tell, and I haven't done a true lit search for it, is that there's a lot of kind of biologically plausible reasons that facing the shower and facing away from the shower head like could affect how things... Actually, less often the, the acquisition of disease, but dermatologists have said that hypothetically... You know, if you face the shower more, your face gets wet more, and that's worse for your skin. Um, mm-hmm. Because it turns out all of those medieval people were right, and immersing yourself in water isn't that great. <laughs> um, but no one's actually done the actual causal studies of any sort. So when you say, okay, well, we know that one thing, like, we know we know that water is bad for your skin, so probably facing the shower, like, that's not, a, that's not true proof, but... Yeah, no, I've heard I've heard people say like on the internet that it's like bad for your skin to face towards the shower, but right, I haven't I haven't actually seen like any literature on it. So it, specifically with your research, 
it, there's an idea though that like it would cause uh like easier disease transmission or something yeah so there are some diseases that can be transmitted by water aerosols so not actually drinking the water but just breathing in tiny droplets of it um the best known one is legionnaire's disease it's not the one we're studying but um the there there are plenty of diseases that can be transmitted that way for the most part i mean this is not likely to happen to anyone who's not already immunosuppressed in some way um but hypothetically, if there's something in your water and you breathe it in, you can acquire the disease. And if you are facing the shower, hypothetically, you could be breathing in more of those aerosols than if you're facing away. That makes sense. Um, I think you also mentioned at some point that there was, again, totally unsubstantiated hypothesis. I think that um, people might be more likely to face the shower if they already had this disease because of, like, steam. Yeah, so the other reason is, yeah, and these are the reason these causal studies are always hard to do, is that, um, yeah, when we were writing this uh, questionnaire, somebody pointed out that, oh, like, well, our patients may actually be facing the shower to breathe in the hot steam because the hot steam makes your airways dilate and that makes you feel better if you're having trouble breathing, which um, if you have a lung disease, you may well be having trouble breathing. Um yeah, so that would make any kind of research into it already significantly harder. Right. Yeah, I don't know. It's interesting because it seems like there's a, I mean, there's a lot of, like, potential avenues for this to go down, but, like, no one really knows. <laughs> for the listeners, Shelby is nodding. <laughs> yeah, sorry. Here, you can have it. Yeah, no. So I'm, I'm glad this is my field. There are still things for me to study that we haven't studied yet. It's good. It's good. Yeah, no, that that is handy. Um, also, this was a this question was like studied on studied. That was a terrible word to use. This was discussed on the Today Show, so your research has popular implications. Oh man, oh man. <laughs> Thank you, Shelby. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so now now that we've just listened to that thing. <laughs> <laughs> and the adequate time has passed since then and it's not a moment later <laughs> yes um we learned a lot about waterborne diseases from our very good friend Shelby who's very knowledgeable about this topic yeah. but anyway yeah so so this is actually a question despite its goofy nature that has like some real world applications um but it has not been studied very deeply, as I think we both found out. <laughs> yeah, we. I had some struggles trying to find relevant <laughs> things. Um, so, what did you end up doing? What corners of the internet did you curl up in? <laughs> well, I mean, I tried reading some various uh, research papers about um, water consumption and waterborne diseases. And I read one that was actually really interesting about um, different ways that people transfer from wheelchairs to the shower. Um, that was actually maybe the most relevant, but it still wasn't very relevant, so I'm not going to like go into depth about it. But, um, you know, definitely an interesting thing to consider is people with mobility issues, how they would enter the shower and exit it, and if their orientation reflects that. Um, but... Most of the, like, there's not really a lot of academic articles that talk about directions that people face while they shower, as far as I could tell. So, 
I did find um, a time when this May of this year, this question was discussed on the Today Show. Okay, tell me more. I mean, basically, they just... I don't I don't actually know how they um, heard about it or came up with this, but they talked about it on the Today Show, um, and it was very much like a puff piece in the... Uh, in the form of, like, what color is the dress? And that kind of thing. Um, but they... It's interesting because they had a um, an online poll. Like, the poll is still up and it's still active, so I know that it's just they have it on their webpage and anyone can click on it. So there's no... You know, not, not a good representative sample. But that was interesting, I thought, because uh, the current results of the poll are 11% towards the nozzle, 40% away from the water, and 50% I rotate or sideways. Um, which is not what I or anyone expected, because on the show they actually talk about, um, like, oh, there's a small fraction of people who don't do either direction. And they give they give the data that they had had at the time of the, um, the segment that aired, um, but this did not match at all, um... Other poll results I found from a Medium article, so literally the least amount of, like, sourcing credibility you can have on the internet. I mean, not the least, but, like, very low. Yeah, I have a question, actually. Do you have the wording of both tests? Because is it possible that people were confused about, like, whether facing towards towards or away meant facing towards or away the whole time? Yeah, no, I, I both of them were were very sort of like simply worded um as as I think they were both just which way or which which direction do you face when in the shower. So, um it's not clear whether they meant 100% of the time and especially if you have an answer that's I rotate rather than other. It might be that people assume, like, oh, I changed directions, like, one time to wash my face, therefore I am a rotator, you know? Yeah, just because, like, I'm not trying to call you out, I cannot (laughs) imagine that there is a majority of people who spin. Okay, I feel like you're imagining this wrong. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, it's not, like, a vivid mental picture, but, like... (laughs) I do. I mean, I don't. I'm not constantly rotating. <laughs> I just face different directions. I can't believe that this is not the norm. You honestly, are a swiftly tilting planet. I mean, I feel like I'm a little bit in the position of like the same thing where I like it's so weird to me that anyone is not bisexual <laughs> in the world. You know, it's just like how can you face one direction the entire time? Is normal, Abby. What you do in the shower is an affront against. <laughs> against just everything that is a standard to our culture. Look, I stand with my community of spinners in the shower. Yes, and I'm... I think that we are just as valid as any other community. I'm not trying to erase or invalidate your experience. I am trying to make fun of it. <laughs> yes, I can tell. Um, but yeah, no, so, so this is... Um, I think that that you bring up a a very valid point with the I rotate thing because um, the other survey I looked at was from this Medium article. Again, like, I think it was just an internet poll, so, like, not good source at all. And that could also be why the results don't line up at all. But the results for this one were 
uh, 65.8% back to the water, 28.1% face to the water, and then just a very tiny fraction that was uh, other. So, um, right, if you if you phrase it as other versus I rotate, then, like, maybe people feel more, like, you know, oh, yeah, like, I mostly mm-hmm. face away, so that's me. Yeah, that makes sense. But, right, I mean, it's no, like, Shelby, Shelby's question that she was designing was how much of the time do you spend facing away from the shower? And that's partially because she is of the away camp and had not considered that there were other possibilities, but also that's a more sort of subtle and nuanced way to phrase the question. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that um, talking about it by degrees makes a lot more sense because, like, you can't stand away the whole time because you have parts of your body on either side to clean. Right. If you're going to get your entire body wet, you do have to rotate <laughs> <Yeah>. someone out. <laughs> like, just someone who's really intent on keeping their face totally dry would be. <laughs> That's so weird, though. You yeah. gotta wash it. Yeah, although I will say, shower singing, you can't do it if you're facing the water. Well, I mean, if your face is actually in the water the whole time. I also do think that height is a factor here, because if you're tall enough that standing, you know, like, in the main part of the shower means that your head is above the shower, like, the water, then that, like, makes a difference. That's true, Yeah. I was going to actually try to change my shower habits the the last couple of nights just to see if I could experience this new way of living and it could be like <laughs> life on the yeah, other side, literally on the other side. Um, but <laughs> I forgot both times because it makes no sense to stand in any direction but away. <laughs> <laughs> I really think that you're too uh, strict on this. I think that there's there's so many possibilities you haven't considered. I'm a shower essentialist. <laughs> yeah, no, that's bad. <laughs> we, we don't hold with binaries on this podcast. Listen, if I'm gonna pick one, and if I'm gonna pick a, one hill to die on, it's gonna <laughs> be this arbitrary shower question. Wait, what about baked potato pizza? Well, that's not even a hill. That's just flat land that you're standing on and yelling about. (laughs) I mean, to be fair, the state of Minnesota is very flat. Uh, Maybe there's a reason why they're all together in Minnesota and not accepting outside viewpoints on what they're doing. (laughs) Um, I think that at this time we should design a study. Oh, unless you have stuff that you want to talk about, background stuff. Yeah, anyway, like, what I actually ended up doing was I read a lot of articles online about just, like, the optimal methods for showering and the research behind them. So some of it's just a repeat of what Shelby said in your very good interview that I was definitely there for. Um, (laughs) Yes. (laughs) But it's, uh, so I ended up combining two articles. The two main ones were a March 2016 Time article by Markham Hyde and a December 2015 article by Rachel Nussbaum. But basically, do you want me to tell you the optimal shower methods Go recommended by various dermatologists? Sure. Yes. <laughs> okay. So you can't have water that's too hot because that dries out your skin and removes your natural oils. Uh-huh. Um, you can't. You have to shower for five to ten minutes, no more, because uh, that worse. also dries out your... Yeah, like what's the point of a shower if you don't stand there for 20 minutes doing nothing? Just completely zone out, yeah, and or like yeah. sing an entire musical. <laughs> Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. One day more just by yourself in the yeah, shower is like every the part. best version of one day more. Yeah. <laughs> I did not live. 
<laughs> we can't sorry. sing together because we're we're like it won't sync up and it'll just sound really bad. But otherwise, I would totally join you. <laughs> Thank you so much. Tomorrow is the judgment day. <laughs> anyway, um, yeah, I like you know you gotta have a routine so that you can think about nothing and stand still it's for twenty true. minutes. <laughs> or I guess yeah. if you're me, slowly rotate. No, I don't yeah. actually do that. Slowly rotate like a planet. <laughs> no, not like that. Although, like I mean, I did read some comment Earth. on a Earth. website Earth. of someone being like, I rotate at a speed of like 30 degrees per minute counterclockwise, which was amazing. Did they bring a protractor? <laughs> like a protractor? I hope their- so. <laughs> Like they saw, they read the question and they thought to themselves, I can answer this really quickly. I haven't showered yet. Let's right. do this. Yeah, yeah, I hope so. Yeah. Anyway, so other things that dermatologists tell you to do in the shower, don't use a loofah. They grow bacteria. Um, only clean the gross parts of your body and not all of it because your skin, and it's very important that you take this very seriously, um, has a layer of has about twenty layers of dead skin cells on top, and that's called the horny layer. That's um, not. Don't love any of that. <laughs> the removal of the horny level layer is referred to as desquamation. That's a good word, actually. <laughs> don't like the oh. horny layer. Do like desquamation. <laughs> yeah, I don't really like the squa sound, mm. but understandable. Like, to each their own. Yeah, to each their own. Um, and then you're supposed to lotion off after, or like use mm-hmm. some lotion after yeah. you get out of the shower. And one dermatologist basically said, like, don't open any doors while you're showering. Don't open the window. Don't turn on a fan. You got to keep that humidity in there. Which so that's like maybe good for your skin, but it's I feel like it's bad for your house. Yeah, like derm, like I don't. What do you prefer, skin? Or not having mold in your ceiling. Right, yeah. Like, that's the question you have to ask yourself every time you step out of the shower. It's hard. Yeah, all the sho- those are the compendium of shower tips other than, like, you don't have to wash your hair every time, which I disagree with for myself. Yeah, I don't know. I, I feel like my hair gets so gross if I shower without washing it. Yeah, I think that the real tips that dermatologists should be saying is that we all have different bodies and lived experiences. Yeah, and also, like, there's, you know... You can choose to prioritize your own comfort over, like, I don't know, amount of, like, skin beauty. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. Like, I don't, I don't know. Who am I? I'm not a shower expert. (laughs) Yeah. But anyway, I don't, like, was any of that actually, like, had they done studies or was that just what dermatologists say? Some of it was studies, like a lot of the stuff that was just like, if you wash your skin too much, you are more susceptible to diseases. That makes sense, um, yeah. Yeah. Which, I mean, oh. that if it's like a health tip, that's probably a good reason to follow it. Yeah, but, and like, some of it was like, just like, oh yeah, like, hot water does dry out your skin more, and this is a real study about that. Mm-hmm. But some of it was just like, this is probably like, humidity's good, it opens up your pores. Yeah. Like... Right, I don't know, and, so and yeah, I mean, I think you could maybe make a leap to, like, oh, you know, if hot water is bad for your face, I mean, I, Shelby talked about this, but you, if hot water is bad for your face, then maybe see it facing away is better, because you get less hot water on your face, but, I mean, we don't know. It's a mystery. Yeah. 
Yeah, it's a mystery because no one's done a study yet. Let's do a study. (laughs) Sounds good. Okay. So, Abby, thoughts? Do you have? Okay. I mean, so I do have thoughts. And my thoughts are that um, not only do we want to determine conclusively uh, what direction people face in the shower, but I think we also want to know what factors influence this. So, I mean, it could be, I think there are, like, possible genetic factors, like height, and, like, I don't know, the quality of your hair, that kind of thing. Um, I also think that there is a possibility that what your parents did might influence you. My mom does not spin as I do, so, like, it's not 100%. <laughs> no but, one um, spins like you do. <laughs> other people do. We're a real group. <laughs> that I now identify with very strongly. You're becoming more and more visible every day. <laughs> uh, but no, so, uh, right, I, I think, like, to some extent, your your parent must teach you what to do in the shower, so, uh, like, there there is a chance to learn from your parent, but it's not 100% that you will. And, I mean, so much of the time you spend alone in the shower, so, so you like, you really are developing your own shower habits. Um, but I think that we should, um, I, I think that we should collect information about, um, I mean, ideally get, like, a whole family and, and ask what they do or, or figure out what they do. Um, but also collect information about, like, height and, like, amount of hair and type of hair and um, maybe, I mean, I possible that type of genitalia might be a factor not totally sure just depending on like where you're you're sensitive and stuff like that um position of uh, like shape of the shower where the your shelf is and where the entrance of the shower is i think all of that stuff could be factors so i think we need to oh and and um any medical conditions you have or like mobility issues i think that could definitely be relevant um so i think we, we should collect a ton of information um, I think what we should not do, even though we're, uh, you know, pretty loosey-goosey with ethics on this podcast, is film people while they shower. I wasn't- okay, okay. So, we don't <laughs> want to film people while they shower, and that's fine. I respect that you would bring that up, but what if we put motion control outs on their okay. heads? Okay, that is actually what I was gonna suggest. Wait, actually- yeah. Oh, this is so exciting. <laughs> I thought that you were going to think that was invasive, too. No. I mean, yes, I do, but I really want to know, and I don't think we can trust people to be entirely accurate in their answers. Yeah, because, like, I I mean, maybe I spin around and I don't even notice. Right, I, I really mean, and don't also, pay like, attention to myself when I shower. You know, I and also, like, if you spend you know, 60% of your time facing away, you might think, oh, obviously I face away. But then someone else might spend, like, 90% of the time facing away. And I think we really need to capture that. Showering is a beautiful spectrum. (laughs) Yeah, it is. (laughs) There's so many different ways to shower. It doesn't fall in a strict... I mean, not even in three strict categories. (laughs) Yeah, and, like, some people don't shower at all. Some people shower <laughs> all the time. So we just put motion sensors on, like, people in the world and see if they shower. Let's yeah. not do that one. Some people take baths. <laughs> That's true. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I think bath takers have to be excluded from this analysis, probably. 
Yeah, which direction do you face in the bathtub? <laughs> Up or down? I mean... <laughs> Left or right? <laughs> Can you sit sideways in the bathtub, I guess? Do you sit like a mermaid? Like a fancy mermaid? <laughs> uh, but yeah, no, I do... I think... I think we are gonna have to put sensors on naked people and see what they do in the shower, because I don't really see any other way that this would work out. Yeah, there's really... There's no other way. We could also just put a small sensor on, like, the upper chest. Yeah. Right. I mean, we might want to... We we have to probably do some sort of, like, indicator, like, to make sure that we know what direction they're facing. Because if we just have one sense... Like, if we just have one point of data, mm-hmm. we might not know whether, that you know, they've turned around or, like, backed up or something, <laughs> you know? Yeah, so this study's really going to be best for people who wear all of their clothes in the shower. <laughs> No, I think we can just put, like, we, I mean, we need something waterproof, but we can just stick, like, two, like, like, stick a point to their front and a point to their back or something like that. And Let's just make a scuba suit. <laughs> no. <laughs> That's not how showering works, Amy. Okay, but another way that showering doesn't work is wearing sensors so that you know. No, but so if it's just, like, science. a little electrode or something, like, the if it's, like, the size of, like, a Band-Aid or smaller, like, that's not really going to impact your shower. Like, that's not a scuba suit. Yeah, sure, 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 sure. Yeah, and everyone will be really comfortable with this. <laughs> no, I mean, I admit that it is very awkward and maybe a little bit ethically dubious. I mean, it's probably fine. We're not looking at, like, naked people, but it's not... I wouldn't love to do it, but we have to get to the bottom of this. It's for science. Yeah, it is for science. We have to put some things on the line. <laughs> like other people's nudity, I guess. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I don't know. There are, like, also locker rooms, like public locker rooms. We could have yeah. some... I guess. I still don't think we should film people in any situation where they're showering. I'm not saying we should film people, but if you are in the field and you happen to observe some things happening... Oh my god, no. We also can't just, like, sit someone down with a notebook and have them watch people in the shower. Okay, no. They would be... They would have a notebook, but also be in the shower. Oh my god. No, okay. I We're going to do sensors. We're not going to look at anyone in the shower. Uh, okay. I'm just going to have people come in. For it. <laughs> yeah. Like this um, is our but, interns. But Okay. Our interns that we have. Yeah. No, this is Let's not go any further down this path. I hate it. <laughs> Fine. <laughs> I really I just like ethics, please. <laughs> like a little bit of ethics. <laughs> just this one time. <laughs> yeah. You know, okay, so our study is we're going to put sensors on people. <laughs> we're going to track what direction they turn in the shower, break it down by, like, percentage of time that they spend facing each direction. Good to go. Done with study. <laughs> All right. I mean, that sounds good. Um, should we have a control shower and an experimental shower? What would happen in the control shower? So I, I think that we've like we've talked about the ways that a shower setup can affect the way mm-hmm. that someone 
like the direction someone faces. So like if certain items are in certain areas or if the shower is much smaller or much bigger, we could pick a test condition and uh, also include that. Yeah, no, I mean, right. I think probably the easiest way to do this would just be to have a shower at our research location and have people just all shower in the same shower. Um, what if the research? What if the research location shower is the experimental shower and the control shower is their own shower at home? Yeah, no, that would be good. I think. I think. It, yeah, it would be. It would be good to get gather data from people showering in their natural environment. <laughs> Just some normal research today. <laughs> Here on more research required, doing normal research. <laughs> Don't call the police yet. There's more podcast coming. <laughs> okay. But I feel like we've got this. Yeah. Do you yeah, want I think that if we get IRB approval, it's fine. <laughs> yeah, I guess. Uh, we should probably get IRB approval, yes. Yeah. Um, do you want to speculate about the results of this study? Uh, absolutely. Yes, I do. I think that we will find that people with lo- who had longer hair in childhood, shower singers, and people uh, who had th- their shower situated in a certain way are going to be more likely to face away from the shower, like if their shower items were away from the shower head. Um, mm-hmm. And I think that people who do not sing in the shower or have shorter hair or had shorter hair when they were learning to shower or had their shower set up in the opposite direction will face towards more often. That those are all possible, maybe plausible. I don't know if they'll be true. I think that there will be a genetic component and I don't think we will be able to tell whether it's like based on height or like actual physical genetic things or whether it's like, what your parent taught you. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, maybe we could separate this out by, like, finding some adopted people and trying them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely. Let's do it. Let's take this the whole way, because we have unlimited funding. And yeah, actually, sure. Abby, uh, who was it that was good? <laughs> uh shower designers like architects of showers i don't really know why they would want to know <laughs> just, they're just curious maybe i mean i mean maybe if there's like if there's one way to shower that's like more efficient they might want to know for like water consumption reasons or or if there's um a way that people are more likely to shower like facing if if the majority of people face away then maybe they want to design their shower to be, like, most ergonomically pleasing for people who face away, like, position the shelf and stuff. So, shower architects. Oh, that's really nice. Yeah. <laughs> Do you have I an answer? Shower architects. Um, well, actually, I don't think we're going to need funding, because what we're going to do is, you said that we can't take video of them but we can take audio so what we're Uh, gonna do is we're going to make a disc of shower songs and sell them online okay (laughs) i don't know if that's a great idea or an ethical way to fund a study (laughs) we can put a form in it we can get their permission (laughs) (laughs) will anyone buy a cd of people singing in the shower 
Um, I think that if it's like if we make it a Les Mis CD of just Ooh. people, everyone who sings of one day more, but all, all the, the roles. parts, that would be so good. I would love it. Yeah, I mean, it yeah, would be like very I'd bad, but that. I would enjoy it. <laughs> yeah, I yeah, I think that it would be very memeable, which is what would make it. That's something true. People would purchase. Hmm. Yeah, so we don't need funding. We got this. <laughs> okay, we can just do it now. yeah i think that's about gonna do it for this podcast yeah sure is so let's talk about our things that we talk about at the end for example (laughs) our theme song which is marie curie by the crips off the album discover science it sure is and also another thing that we talk about at the end is that you can get in contact with us yeah. Uh, <laughs> you can do that at uh, our Twitter, which is at more research underscore. You can email us at more researchcast at gmail.com, or you can hit us up on Tumblr at more research Yes, and also if you are listening to this in real time and also in the area of Seattle, Washington, we're going to mm. be at PodCon when PodCon happens. So. I don't know if you don't already know us. You can, you can know yeah, us now. You can know us in person <laughs> if you want. Um, yeah. Also, wow, we have so much housekeeping this time. It's almost like we're a real podcast. Uh, we started another podcast um, that we are on some episodes of, and it's called Tortal Recall, and it's about the Tamara Pierce books and also feminism and also yelling. It's very good. So check that out. Yeah. Listen to my friends be smart for the first two episodes, and then there's the third episode, and I'll be there, and it will be less not maybe. And you will also be very smart and have very good theories about cats. Thank you so much. I always have good theories about cats. (laughs) Uh, But you can check that out on iTunes, or you can check out this podcast on iTunes, and also rate and review us there. Yes, please do. We will be very grateful. Thanks to everyone who already has rated and reviewed. You guys are our favorite fans. It's true. Yeah. Um, Okay, so do you have a a sign-off? Yes. Until next time, scream all of your your discontent with the current political system into a glass mason jar and leave it outside your Republican senator's office and stay curious. That's a a solid way to politically engage, I guess. (laughs) Sure. Just leave empty mason jars there. Not empty, Abby. It's full of screams. So this is from a a bodybuilder.com forum. Yes. I have a morning ritual that I need to share. Uh, I call it the Terminator. (laughs) Okay. Okay. Continue. Yeah, sorry. Sorry. Let me get... First, I crouch down in the shower in the classic naked Terminator traveling through time pose. With my eyes closed, I crouch there for a minute, visualizing either Arnold or the guy from the second movie, and I start <laughs> and I start to hum the Terminator theme. Then I slowly rise to a standing <laughs> Then I 
slowly rise to a standing position and open my eyes. It helps me to proceed through my day as an emotionless cyborg badass. The only problem is if the shower curtain sticks to my Terminator leg, then it ruins the fantasy. (laughs) 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 That's my good prior research. (laughs) 